Footy Ado, the Delusional Soccer Podcast. Footy Ado, a soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. Oh, this podcast is going to end because Jared is going to be loud at about the 30, 40 minute mark. Maybe, maybe. You're going to, you're probably going to roll into your, uh, your fantasy team at the end of it. Every, I have, I have, don't, 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 (laughs) we'll talk about it. We will talk about it. I don't want to fucking hear about it now. Okay. All right. You brought it up. Uh, listen, not that's a bad what, week. That's what, that's what a... Footy Ado is about. God damn it. Footy Ado, of course, an LTOA podcast. But uh, yeah, Jared's going to want to talk about his fantasy team. He did a lot last week. Um, and I just don't want to hear it. I'm like hitting average every week in fantasy, so that's great. I'm not getting no. close to that highest score, but. Yeah, not good enough. Yeah. Not good enough. I, I, I was near average this week, but I digress. Um,. All right, so on the end of the last pod, I mentioned that um, I mentioned that Manchester United were the the thing to watch for the upcoming week um, after their loss to Crystal Palace in their opening match. Um, as you know, they had that break after the first week, um, and oh, boy, oh they had boy, a break. they got a break, all right. They got a fucking break again this time around. Um, Manchester United with a 3-2 win thanks to a 100th minute penalty from none other than Bruno Fernandes. I know you think it's weird that Manchester United got a penalty, but... And VAR was involved. But I'll have you know that it did in fact happen. Uh, stock down. <laughs> so, no, it, so they were they were stocked down last week. And we were gonna, uh, do, uh, did I have them? I think I had them stocked down. They're, you should have if you did. Yeah, they're one of the teams that were in the conversation. I'm not gonna have. They're not gonna be in my stock down this week, but they didn't necessarily prove anything to me, uh, based on the questions we asked. They proved their ability week. to get lucky, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I got from them. Um, and you know, we even had this conversation on the phone. I just think it like I understand. The, re- the refereeing, I almost went with the refereeing stock down this week. Uh, it, if you get a call wrong and the final whistle blows, you live with that mistake. I don't care if the call with VAR got it right and, oh, this was actually a penalty. I don't care. The final whistle was blown. Let's, you know, the, there there's a point where it's like, we can't be changing the whole face of what this game is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that every team that's in the Premier League. I don't think there's 20 teams that would have gotten the benefit of this post-final whistle, and I, and I truly believe that. Now, I think that Man United m- might not be the only ones. There might be some leeway given to top teams because a lot of refereeing decisions do go. Newcastle would might yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> But it just the after the final whistle, they've been getting penalties galore, um, and you know they it, they fucking get another one. 
Like it, yeah, it almost seemed like last week the 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 tide had turned. They uh, they were a little bit unlucky with with our, with uh, you know penalties going against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know maybe it was going to be a whole different season. But now it's the same shit as last year. Did you see the Did you see the uh, the um, prediction? Based on the uh, the rate of penalties given this season, how many are going to be given by the end of the season? Well, I believe there's been 20 in the first three weeks, so it's got to be... It's, like, drastic. It's, like, how many for handball? How many... And it was, like, 80, when, like, on average, there was, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. And it's... it was, like, penalty. Yeah, like, the, the number was just staggering in terms of how many penalties due to this projection based on the It's first... absurd. It's yeah. it's completely absurd, and you know you look at this game and okay, so Brighton they got a penalty too, and Neil Neil Mape scored. I'm struggling to remember that penalty and what it was given for, um, which sounds convenient to, I guess, someone who's not happy with me criticizing Man United, but I genuinely cannot, off the top of my head, come up with it. Um, but like, okay, convenient, so Zach, so you got an agenda. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. So Manchester United with a 3-2 win. Um, and it took an own goal and a 100th minute penalty to get there. They're still not where they need to be. Not, it doesn't matter that, like, we, we talked about this being a must win. Yeah. That's still not enough. They need to actually start playing well at some point. Right, look, they'll take the three points, they'll try and build on that. But mm-hmm. uh, this was... This was a game that when so I was watching. It was this was an early game. This was the four. Was this the four a.m. seven a.m. game? The four thirty. The four thirty. Yeah, so four thirty on the west coast. So I had gotten up and was watching some of it, uh, and I saw. I think I'd put it up on my phone, but I hadn't been logged in, so I had like the nine minute preview, and they were they kept getting close. Like Juan Basaka apparently forgot that um, Solly March could run down the wings and go yeah, to the far they post. Had, yeah, they had... The, he had a couple, yeah, he had a couple options, a couple couple opportunities. And then I, I was no longer watching, but I got an, I was on Twitter, and I saw, you know, uh, get in Solly March. So yeah. I was like, okay, they scored. Awesome. Went to bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, woke up and I saw like people talking about it, like oh really penalty after the final whistle. But I kept, I looked back at the score and it still said two two. It hadn't updated yet, so I was like okay, so maybe I don't know that got sorted out. And then I woke up an hour or so later and saw that they had actually gotten the penalty. Bruno scored it, three um, two Manchester United. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. Uh, Brighton again impressive. This was a game that Brighton should have felt that they deserved at least a point from. If you look, I think they. I'm not sure what the shot count was. I'll give it to you. Brighton they had 18 far shots more for 18 shots for Brighton to Manchester United seven. They had five shots on target with an additional five hitting the woodwork. Yeah. So from Brighton's point of view, this is drop points for sure. Yeah. If, if it's, it might even you, they might even be able to view it as we dropped all three points because yeah. we were clearly the better side. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. It, like. So what happened for you was you decide you saw the Sally Marge and you went back to sleep. I had actually made a fateful decision before that and at two one went to sleep. 
So I woke up, and it was a Manchester United win, and I was okay with it. And then I found out what the fuck happened. And I was like, ah. So I have, I get the Premier League notifications from the Premier League app on my phone. I get um, full-time notifications for everything. So I got full-time. Manchester United 2, Brighton and Hove Albion 2. And then full penalty, goal. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, Bruno Fernandes full time, time right? 3-2. Yeah, I'm like, I... I I was I was content that United had taken the three points, and then I found out how and was uh, livid. But yeah, they get the benefit of the doubt. That it, it's they don't win our stock up, stock down ra- rankings. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. No benefit of the doubt. They, Brighton get the benefit of the doubt this week. Yeah, they stay put. I'll uh, um, I'll take that. Um, now. We do. We should talk about handballs. Listen, Maisie's very thirsty. She's, <laughs> she's got to drink her water. It's a dog. If you've got a problem with the dog drinking water while we're recording a podcast, that's on you. I'm not going to abuse the dog and not have her drink some water, although this is the most she's ever drank at one time, ever. Okay. Uh, we yeah, we, we got to talk, talk about, about the, handball. the handball thing, and um, that'll take us to Spurs Newcastle. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, Spurs, with a 1-0 lead heading into the very, very, very late minutes, this this goal uh, went in in the 97th, the uh, Callum Wilson penalty. Um, the ball is headed down into the arm of Eric Dyer, whose arms are undoubtedly in a natural position. Because I don't know how you jump without your arms being up. Right. Um, and he's not facing that direction, and from about two feet away, it hits his arm. And it's given as a handball, and that has got to be the most absurd handball that I've ever seen given. He's not even looking. It's, it's too foot. It's, like it's, it's ridiculous. It's, you have it's, to bring intent back into it. They took intent out of it, thinking that somehow that fixed it, when that wasn't the problem with the handball rule. And it's just completely absurd. Yeah, now you got, there's got to be some sort of there's got to be intent and like maybe some sort of rule where it's like all right, natural position when they're in the air, it's thrown out the window. Yeah, you know, um, unless you can see the intent in it, like someone's jumping up and swiping at it. But once you jump, you know, like if you're if both feet are planted on the ground and your hands in an unnatural position, by all means, whether it's intent or not give the like it, it can be a penalty yeah but if you're in the air you gotta take there's no like because guys are gonna jump up they're gonna try and get over the other guy they're gonna use their arms their yeah arms like are gonna be as, up. as long as it's not as long as your hands aren't straight up if your hands are at your side and it hit like i i don't know how that's not given or how that's given as a as a penalty and it, it just it's ruining everything, and so Callum Wilson scores in the 97th minute. It's a 1-1 result. Um, so Newcastle, they know they steal a point, um, and Tottenham are robbed of two. And Steve Bruce, after the game, says, you know, I don't have the the direct quote here, but I, I watched it after the game, and, it, you know, he talks about, you know, we're not— we're not stupid. We know we're. This is going to affect us at some point. He said it's absolutely ridiculous. We should be happy right now, but that that is a an incredibly harsh handball. Um, and you love to see that. You love to see. You know, it's it's always refreshing when a manager 
um, who benefited from it, yeah. It is able to say, look, yeah, it helped us now, but like obviously this is going to affect us um, the other way. So like this is not... This is not it. Yeah, he said football has lost the plot with the new handball ruling. Yeah, I like. I'm trying to think. I think it was. I think it was Jamie Carragher who was on the call. Who was like, "This oh, this it's a joke. This is a joke." And he was very passionate about it. And you, it, it's like you, you, you can see why. It's like completely ridiculous. He's in the air. What the head is right next to him, right? It's like it's a. It's not like it travels that far into no. his arm. No. does not travel far whatsoever. And it's like you go into that, like, you know, we talk about VAR, which is also still really isn't being used correctly yet either. No. Like, uh, we're, it, it's being overused in certain situations. Um, where, look, it's just, it's supposed to, cut out clear and obvious errors you know we have like the oh let's let's completely die let's let's take five minutes to look to see if his toe is across yeah the line it's like let's watch this let's watch this challenge in slow motion zoomed in to see if we should give someone a red card or a penalty like right it's they, they have some things to be to be working out here in terms of of refereeing because refereeing uh, stock down. Yeah, they pick and choose when um, when it's it, it, it's just I'm just thinking about like the zooming in and the slow motion and it, like it, it's clear. It, I thought we had the stipulation of clear and obvious. I know we don't have it That's for not what this is. Yeah. I know we don't have it for offside. For offside, they said that it's not clear and obvious on offside. It's black and white. And I get that to an extent, but like the whole clear and obvious thing, and you know, there's been several goals disallowed that there were no clear and obvious foul, and vice versa. Um, several goals that were allowed when it seemed clear and obvious, but it's just they've they've run themselves into the ground with the the new, you know, with the new language in the rules that they're that they're changing yeah. and it's it's bad and no for one likes it there's not no. one there's no one who's come out no one i've heard talk about these rules has come out and like backed up like oh like no like look at it, it's working yeah it's not i mean you know it's it's var it's a little bit easier to say cause it's like rather than but like and, and the handball rule is it's obvious it's not this is not what should we should have gone with and we shouldn't we shouldn't stay with the definition of that rule because it there there needs to be some clarity there yeah um and then you see some clarity i mean at least with var at least we have the refs going to the screen this season i think that started a little bit after lockdown but pre-lockdown they never left the field to go look at the monitor uh and still they're not doing it for all the decisions that they should which is right but what I but they are doing it for a lot yeah. of decisions they should and I that's where I'm getting lost. I also just don't like it's it's weird how poorly it's been used here because it's been, it works in different areas in different leagues yeah. in different situations it's just not working here. It's the I I think I genuinely just think the standard of refereeing is below par in the Premier League, and think about how much you you know you look at the the schedule and then you find out oh we've got this guy for 
our for our batch this week. And fans yeah. fans of whatever team do this, but um, you know some teams have you know that that one guy that they really want that they really don't want. I know some teams do because yeah. sometimes players get sent off in cup finals and then again a c- couple years later it happens <laughs> again i don't the, i don't know what blue london club i'm talking about and or what red club it benefited but like i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying but like how often do you see a referee appointment and you're like thank god we got this guy in this game there's never been a time where you're like no. There's you're like, like one... thank God we finally got the competent referee. It just no, doesn't there's happen. Far too, there's far too many characters yeah. in English refereeing. Like the fact that we know, I mean, I guess we, I mean, we follow the Premier League. We don't yeah. really follow the other leagues, but like to know, like just by name, we have Mike Dean, Craig Pawson, Anthony Taylor, Martin Atkinson. Michael Think about Oliver, the one, <laughs> Mossy. Like, the guy, John, John Moss, John Moss like, literally wears cleats that say Mossy on them. If that's not a character, I don't know what is. Think right. about the referee that left a couple of seasons ago to go to the Saudi Arabia for big money. Mark Lattenberg. He was not a character. He was the character. Right. It's just... Yeah, it's... They need to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. They really do. But, Jared, what do you say we uh, go to a quick ad break and we'll come back and do some stock up, stock down? Let's go for it. Do you enjoy forms of entertainment that usually take 90 to 120 minutes to complete? Do you expect that time frame to include moments of sheer drama, utter heartbreak, or end-to-end action? No, we're not talking about the 2017 FA Cup Final. We're talking about the movies. On Cue the Banter, Jared and I talk about our favorite movies and try to get each other to watch those movies. And we try to convince you to watch those movies as well. Add them to your queue and let the banter ensue. Cue the banter, an Ilto 8 podcast. Enjoying Footy You Do? If you're a fan of Zach and Jared's, you're going to love another Ilto 8 production, Banana Land. Each week, we'll talk about socially dystopian topics that are sure to get you talking. Topics like the Mandela Effect, what your tombstone will say, or even the origins of mankind. There's something for everyone. Sounds interesting, right? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and stream wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, well, we're, uh, you know, we're back. That's that's the return from an ad break. Sure. That's a good ad. Real good it was ad. a really, really good ad that no Powerful. one's ever heard before. Powerful, succinct. First well, time yeah, hearing No one it. ever heard before because no one's ever listened to this podcast. That's fair. That is fair. Is it a new ad? It is not. Oh, it okay. is absolutely so, the same two ads that everyone hears every week if you listen. Same two? You do two ads at once? Yeah. One ad break for two ads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang for your, more bang for your buck? I'm giving giving everybody uh, some spots. Can you imagine on. those ads are so good? People are like, I'm going to go listen to this. Yeah, right? And they leave and we don't get the we, listen. We don't get the count. number, yeah. Because they didn't listen long enough? All right, so if you're considering that, you haven't made that decision, just stay with us for the rest of the time. Please. Please don't listen. Yeah, please don't don't listen to them to the shows. Don't listen to the other shows that we're telling you that you should listen to. Please don't listen. Thank oh you. My God. Okay. Stock up, stock down, baby. Let's do it. All right. Let's get negative first. Let's get negative. All right. Stock down. Sheffield United. It has to be Sheffield United. Three matches, three losses. Have they scored yet? 
That's a good question, man, and I'm going to find an answer for you, and that answer is no. They have conceded four goals. They have not scored, but don't worry. Don't worry, Sheffield. Don't worry, Sheffield. You play Arsenal next week, you'll get your goal. It'll be okay. Yeah. See, look, that's what happens. There's always that game, kind of like Chelsea a couple years ago, Crystal Palace. Who hadn't won a game all season. They can't, and Chelsea were looking, were, were looking good, and then they they lost them. Uh, or you know, Chelsea against West Brom. <laughs> uh, that was fun. West Brom would have been on. West Brom almost featured on. This almost segment, featured on, yeah. But they couldn't get the win. Uh, yeah, Sheffield. I mean, defensively, they don't look awful. I mean, three games, four goals. That's not the worst record. We've seen teams lose the first three games and like, oh, we're like talking about they've conceded nine and haven't scored once. So, but it, again, it goes back to the the post lockdown. They faded down at the end of the season, fell down the table. We were talking about them for Europe pre lockdown. Or was it coming out of lockdown? We were talking about them. It was. It was one of the episodes where, yeah, that was the episode. One of the episodes where we were getting ready for Project Restart to get right. So going into that, we're thinking about them. They're fighting for Europe. They're in good position to get Europe. And now it's just, it's just grad. It's just gone downhill. We haven't seen them regain their form. which is a shame because like I liked I liked the the narrative with Chris Wilder I will, I liked the rise of Chris Wilder I was interested to see what would happen with them but again it's still early I think we were having the same conversations about Wolves last year and Wolves finished level with Tottenham you know yeah. uh, but we'll see they they, they got to get some goals in there obviously because uh, I mean they're relatively sound defensively they're a pretty well structured team but and it hasn't hasn't. Uh, Season hasn't really kicked off for them yet. Yeah, they signed Ollie Watkins for a big fee from Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Aston Villa, not Aston Villa. Did Aston Villa sign? Who? No. Okay, I'm confusing Ollie my Watkins teams. Ollie Watkins might be on. I'm confusing Villa. my teams. Give me a second. Stay he with us. On, Go listen to one of our other podcasts. He was on Brentford. He was on Brent. Okay. Yep. I got I got my stripes mixed up. Genuinely, that's a sal moment right, so, for the pod. So you thought he went from claret and blue to red and white stripes, but in reality, he went from red and white stripes to stripes. Okay. So not that. So okay. So what I'm thinking of, they sell Callan Robinson to West Brom, Sheffield. Callan Robinson. Goals. Look, looking two goals last week. It was two goals against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, he made um, more. Uh, yeah, he he scored, I believe, in the match against in the loss to Everton. I think he got one of the two. Um, and so he's he's off the mark, well off the mark. And Sheffield United have yet to find the back of the net, and that's just a little a little worrying for. Chris Wilder. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know who they've brought in other than you know Ethan Ampadu on the loan, but that's a center back option. For so he started in or midfield. Midfield, hopefully. I yeah. want to say. Yeah. Um, and you know they brought in Aaron Ramsdale because they lost Dean Henderson, so they've downgraded in goal, which is. Um, Fair. You can't really knock. Them. They they got a goalkeeper in when you're going to lose Dean Henderson, who was one of the better goalkeepers last year. Uh, but obviously he's a United man, so mm-hmm. uh, 
I guess bringing in Ramsdale was was solid business. Uh, I don't really know too much about him as a keeper, but obviously he uh, overtook I mean, Artie Borch at Bournemouth. But I mean, they over I, my really... yeah my thought is that they vastly overpaid for him in a market that. Emmy Martinez went to Villa for twenty million. Aaron Ramsdale shouldn't be going for eighteen and a half. Um, no, that's that's fair. And, and yeah, I think we're going to find Emmy Martinez uh, is going to have been a one of the better deals, uh, especially yeah. defensively or uh, you know in the window. Aston Villa, I feel like have done some good. Aston Villa this season have done a lot better business than they did last season, uh, and I think they're we're gonna we're gonna see them benefit greatly from that because I don't think they're going to be as much in that relegation conversation this season as they were yeah. last season. And the fact that they're holding on to Jack Realish, who just signed a new a new five-year deal, Villa um, are definitely on the up. So we, we got Lee, or no, sorry, we got Sheffield. Woof! I'm here. My name's Zach. I know some things about soccer, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Sock down number two after Sheffield United. Manchester City. Manchester City, a 5-2 loss to Leicester. Now, this one was a, a bit of a shock, but all last season, Manchester City, the reason that they didn't, not the reason that they didn't win the title, the reason that they didn't challenge Liverpool a bit tougher um, was because of their defensive issues. Now, they brought in Nathan Ake. Since this match has happened, they've signed Ruben Diaz from... Uh, Benfica? That sounds right to me. I'm gonna roll with it. Um and so they're adding they're adding things, they're adding pieces defensively. But three of their four defenders that were on the pitch um this weekend conceded penalties. And these weren't ones like a a fucking handball to Eric Dyer's elbow that's yeah, when he's facing away. They Three penalties that were deserved. First was um, Kyle Walker bringing down Vardy. Second was uh, Eric Garcia bringing down Vardy. Vardy, I think he got brought down. And then Vardy was off the pitch for the third one. Yeah, um, Madison got brought down by... By Benjamin Mendy. By Benjamin Mendy. So the only one that didn't concede a penalty was Nathan Ake, who also scored a goal. So for him... Stock up. For him, Nathan Ake, stock, stock up. up. But listen, Leicester City, putting five past Manchester City is never easy. Especially when you do nothing. No. According and, to Rodri, Leicester did nothing. Yeah. I, they don't like, Manchester City don't like to play like that. They don't like to score like five fuck, goals. Yeah, fuck off. Jamie Vardy ran all over Manchester City. I know. And he's so good against Manchester City. But like, he was such a nuisance. You know, you talk about players and their goal tallies going up because of penalties, but I mean, like Jamie Vardy earned both the penalties that he then scored, uh, and he got you know a very clever finish in open play. Uh, but yeah, he just completely dominated as he normally does against men. He did so well against these top six sides. It's still it's still insane that we're talking about Jamie Vardy the way we talk about Jamie Vardy. I know. He's because this is I remember like I was watching the highlights and I'm thinking myself, Yeah, this guy was I was like, it's crazy when it was like such a huge deal that he was like, Oh, this he was in the fifth league mm-hmm. of English football and he's worked his way working in a factory or something, and then he worked yeah. his way up and then won the league with Leicester. But now he's like 
in the golden boot conversation yeah. year in, year out. And that and, could play, I mean, his, his late start to his career, you know, as a full-time footballer, could be what's benefiting him right now because right it's like the opposite his, of his Wayne legs Rooney in a yeah, way his legs are a lit uh, are a bit more fresh considering mm-hmm. um yeah so i think that's that's definitely helping him but it just a 5-2 result i can't can't yeah. quite banger from james madison so yeah yeah the, what about can we we don't need this to get lost in here the banger from riyad mares at the beginning of the game insane a unbelievable shot with his weak foot yeah unbelievable just no one could do anything about it um but yeah just a an outstanding day for brendan yeah. rogers three is, wins in three um they need to, they need to figure it out but they're yeah. ahead of liverpool they're ahead of everton who um are the other undefeated as well but i mean friggin aston villa two wins in two on six points they're the only problem they have not getting to that nine point tally is because they haven't played as many games because they took the first week off right a lot a lot is going on right now could you imagine could you imagine that this top four is what we finish with right i I mean yeah even just having Everton and lester in there is like yeah is wild and yeah and maybe i'm not even being maybe i'm being too harsh on lester because they should probably be higher up on my table and the next point I make in stock up, they're not going to be in stock up this week, but they're right on the the cusp. They're right on the fringe. They they are impressive. It looks like they might have something to prove after the way things ended last season. They've seemed to restore that that back line. So far, it's looking pretty good. I mean, I can't say at the end of the season. Oh, James Justin Justin is going to be better than Ben Chilwell per se, but yeah. he's getting in on the goals. Castagne on the right. Who is a backup? I'm, I'm sure, right? Because so, they still so have. So they had Ricardo. Yeah. So was, he's been out. Um, they actually went with Castagne. Has been playing a little bit further forward. Um, they had, I believe, they had Amarte at right back, um, and Castagne okay. kind of playing a little bit. Yeah, further Yeah, I wasn't forward, sure if that I, was a mistake by the graphics team. On NBC, because I know Castagne had been playing. Or, I, you know, back, it, it could have been, uh, you know, Amarte as a third right back. And, you know, they, they're they a little bit more fluid in the shape, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, no, yeah, I think that this result, especially after the news that they could be missing Wilfred and Didi for about three months. Right. Um, I, I think, say, without, I without think that, do this. yeah, I think that it makes this all the more impressive. Yeah, but let's talk a little bit more about Manchester City because they're the team, sort of the focus of this. The, um, they are stock the stock down. down. While Leicester are very much stock up at the moment. Uh, Manchester City, they, the, we know the main thing that they need. It's, it's defensive reinforcements. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting to the point now, you've said it for at least a season or about a season, um, Benjamin Mendy is not someone that you trust no he hasn't done it for you i've always sort of given him the benefit of the doubt with his injuries uh but no i think at this point you know whether it's a cause of those injuries or or not he's not necessarily the option moving forward um i don't even know if they're looking for a left back um who's their is kyle walker still the starting right back he's getting up there Mm -hmm. um so the reinforcing 
the center backs. And if you know you they want to play this way, I doubt. I don't know if Pep's going to go that route. But Nathan Ake could play out wide. He has played right yeah. back or left back before. Um, but the, the, they're reinforcing those center backs. We thought they were going to get Koulibaly. Um, I think we're going to. I mean. What seems to be the case is honestly their poor relationship with Napoli sort of fucked that up. Yeah, and um, because it seemed like most of it, like it seemed both parties were into it, but they weren't into each other. Mm. That was the only thing that like was slowing that down. Is Pep gonna want to rebuild this team? How much longer? Because I've seen talk of is this gonna be Pep's last season here? You well, know. his his odds were severely cut for. Uh, after this result, to to be the next manager sacked, which um, you know seems crazy. It, I yeah. I get that they have to be cut. They have to be twelve. Cut. Twelve months ago top. would have been no, no. He's not the top choice. But twelve months ago, that would have been ludicrous. Now, like I said, Ruben Diaz um, is going to be coming in from Benfica. They're going to get that deal across the line, I believe. Fabrizio Romano has said that is pretty much all done and dusted. They've told Napoli they're not coming in for Koulibaly. So you get Diaz and you get Ake. Oh, they talked to, talk to Napoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, say, hey. <laughs> they sent their messenger to let them know. Yeah, um, Jesus. So Barcelona have been interested in Eric Garcia. So now City have to work on holding on to that player. Right. Um, because he's clearly moved ahead of John Stones in the in the. Pecking oh, order. Um, Odomendi, I believe, could be going the other way. He could be leaving for Benfica. Right, for... Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be involved in that deal. Um, so... I mean, like, Laporte, Ake, and then you bring in Diaz. That sounds like well, a solid Laporte, center back. Group. Laporte and Ake are both left-footed center backs, and it's very rare that you see... Right. So it's going to be Diaz. Yeah. So basically, Diaz is the guy that you're going to pair with one of those two. Yeah. But that seems to be. I mean, I don't know much about Diaz, but that seems like if he's solid, that's a solid center back pairing, no matter who you use. But again, I'm not. I'm not really excited about those fullback options right now. No. Um, but major stock down because I think we both did. We both have Manchester City bouncing back and. And winning. and winning the league, and now I'm yeah I'm very it's iffy on that. Very iffy, and that's just, that just shows the state of that result and how impressive Leicester were against them, and how unimpressive they were to lose five two this early on in the season. It's still early, you know, like things can change. But Pep isn't one of those guys who's going to be like, oh, let me just change up everything. Yeah, um, well, he's going to stick by what he does. He needs to get some of the players in. But yeah, I that that was that was a big result, and it's very much stock down for them. Yeah. I'm no longer, based on what I've seen, three games. I think, obviously, I think it's clear to everyone. Liverpool are more likely to to repeat than yeah. for City to sort of bounce back. But the title will be going to Merseyside. Will it be blue or red? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Uh, you want to get a little optimistic? Before we uh, head on out of here and get 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 your stock up going, man. Stock up. I got two stock ups. Okay. Uh, let's start with the one that I'm less excited about, and I'm gonna go with uh, West Ham. West Ham or stock up. What? One win gets a stock up from West Ham. Okay. But I like it. It, it, was it. it was emphatic. It was emphatic. It was emphatic when you also look at hey, they almost got a point against Arsenal. Yeah. 
So like that was like that's oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. So like they're moving in the right direction, and there, um, there's a there's a caveat here to, I know there to is. their stock up, and it is Zoom managing. Managing via Zoom, stock up. Is that what happened? Is that, I did not see David that. David Moyes was managing via Zoom. Look it up. Look up David Moyes' Zoom. There's like a picture of him on the big board. That My guy was managing via Zoom. That is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I love every second of it. Why? Can we just do this regularly? Can we play on Zoom? I, honestly, David Moyes is probably better on Zoom. Probably. Anyone that has to spend less time around David Moyes, good. I think it's a huge stock up for West Ham United, though, because they scored four goals, Jared, and not a single goal contribution, not a goal nor an assist from Mikel Antonio. Because he was on my fantasy team. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it was. But Yeah, but that's another reason, too. Like They were able to win emphatically against a, a Wolves team that I think we're both pretty high on. Uh Without Antonio scoring. Yeah. That, yeah. What? Two goals for Bowen? Two goals for Bowen, uh, an own goal for Jimenez, and uh, Sebastian Hilaire in the 93rd minute. Yeah. So, Wolves Wolves would have been another option for stock down. That's to lose to West Ham. Rough. But hey, we'll see how long they stay on the, on the up and up. We'll yeah. see what the transfer window brings for, for West Ham. Yeah. yeah. Deadline day. Could and be, we we have what brutal. nine or so eight days till uh, the transfer deadline, and yeah, we're up and there's it. a lot of there's still a lot of talks from the top teams that haven't gotten their deals done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Arsenal with t- trying to get two high profile midfielders in all at once. So, like, I I think we're gonna have yeah, an exciting. Chelsea are simultaneously trying to offload players so they can go for Declan Rice. Yeah. But it's all dependent on who they can get rid of. Um, um, yeah. Do um, you want to give us that that other stock up real quick? Yeah, Leeds United. Leeds United. I like that. I, Big stock up. Big stock up. Um, their first two games were wild. I mean, they almost got points off the champions. Then they had that wild game where it was them versus Fulham. Seven goal game. Yeah, were they were thinking like, oh, up, they won? They're up but like, four one, right. and it gets close. Right, they won, but not necessarily convincingly. Even though it's against Fulham, you know, you, those games can be wild between those two newly promoted teams. So there wasn't that much stock in that win, but then they they get they get a third, they get a get another win, get their second win of the season. And Who did it, they just beat? Was it against? It was Sheffield. Sheffield? Yeah, 88th, 88th minute, Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison's uh, on, a, on Leeds? Yeah, Jack Harrison. He, that's the, the, the NYC. NY, yep, the former NYCFC man. With I believe the, he was on cross. Manchester United, then he was with uh-huh. City Manchester United. It was Manchester United, then he went to the U.S., played soccer in New York, and then was drafted by NYCFC in the MLS Super Draft. Then he went to Man City and then was loaned to Leeds. Um, One of these days, we're going to have to figure out what, like, how this NYCFC and Man City thing works. Yeah, it's shady, but um, he he gets the cross in and Patrick Bamford scores. God, I got to pick up Patrick Bamford. He keeps scoring for Leeds. I know, man. 
I've got to pick. You got to get on that fantasy team. But um, what former Chelsea man Patrick Bamford? What was your original prediction for Leeds United in the table versus kind of where you have them now? I had them. I had them. Oh no! So I had them at seventeenth. Okay. I think I had, I had them at 10th, right? Because that was like my shot in the dark, but I'm liking it right now. Yeah, yeah. I remember we one of us had them high. So I had them at 17th. They moved up after week one to 15th for me. But then they went back down to 17th, and now they're all the way up at 10th. So plus seven on the on the table for me. Stock stock up. Where, where do you get your table, bro? Where do I get my table? Oh, you have you saying you're saying you have them finishing tenth. They're not currently in tenth. That was my question. Oh no, I, no, no, I and have, then I was yeah. con- I that no. was my own question that I then was confused that yeah. you answered. Each week I make a new table prediction, and then in yeah. parentheses I have how much that is plus or minus from the Each week, week before, and then I also have in another set of parentheses how much that is from week one. I got gotcha. you. Now, can we do one? I have a stock down I want to talk about real quick, and it's my brain functions on this podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Not great. Could yeah, have been. Bottom, could have been a lot better if I'm being bottom honest. of the table. Um, what's your? What do you have a question for? We, we, you have your own segment here too. I'm not the only one with segments on here. I've got you... the yeah. I, I gotta you know figure out what we're what we're really keeping our eye on um, for the next week. And I had it ready to go, and now I'm questioning myself. I mean, we've got a big oh, game your next brain week. Function. We've got Manchester United Spurs. So we we've... didn't even talk about Arsenal Liverpool. We didn't. We stayed away from it. I didn't even see which the is game. why we were doing. Which was we we're like, oh great, we're doing the we're recording on Tuesday, so we can talk about the big game. We did that last. The thing week is, too, yeah. What I will say about that is, I really didn't. In terms of like my stock up, stock down. Liverpool should get a mention because now Liverpool are at the top of my table. Arsenal haven't really moved. I think with Arsenal, yes, I wasn't expecting them to win. But I think, I think I mean, maybe Liverpool showed me, they they showed the gap. I think Liverpool pretty much dominated that game. But Arsenal didn't, like, didn't collapse underneath that and, like, just totally get blown out. I think, I think there, there are times where Arsenal... Still looked pretty compact and are able to stay in those games. It was two one for the longest time. They could have gotten something from it, even though they didn't look good. So like that's a little bit more impressive from Arsenal. I think seasons past they would have lost this this game four yeah. nil or four one or something like yeah. that. But. Now this is this is a genuine question for you based on this game because so yesterday was Katie's birthday. I was not able to watch. She tried to get me to watch. I'm like it's Arsenal Liverpool. This is not the game that. On your birthday, I'm going to find a way to watch. If it's a Champions League final, I'll figure it out. But right. I don't need this. Um, the yellow card showed to Sadio Mane in the third minute for the elbow on Kieran Tierney. I didn't see it. You didn't see that? Okay. The game got turned on probably in the fourth minute. Okay. I couldn't find it. It wasn't on Peacock for a second. Then I went to NBC Sports. It wasn't there. Then I went to NBC. It wasn't there. Then I went to Peacock. It wasn't there. Then I went to NBC okay. Sports. And then I went back to Peacock. I'm going to talk about it for two seconds. While you look, just type in Mane Elbow on Twitter and tell me. So I I know I can't, my bias can't get out of this. That's why I'm not even going to claim like straight away, this should be given as a red, this shouldn't be. I don't know what the letter of the law says. I'm just, so my only thoughts on it are that there's an elbow to the face. And there's a lot of times where players who, when there's an elbow to the face, even when it's not deliberate or shown a yellow card. And on this one, it really... Like, the time that Mane has to run up to Kieran Tierney, 
it really looks like he's he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, let's see. And Scott. even even given knowing he knows exactly what he's doing, I want I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. This video I, I, is not available in location. I'm not so basically. I the pictures I, that I, I'm I, I essentially just I essentially want to check my bias. Okay, so I am having trouble finding a video. Look at on. I told you I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, bro. I know I am. I just I was on. Bro, look it up on Twitter, man. I'm looking it up. Jeez. I typed in Mane elbow, and it's the first thing that came up. I'm seeing pictures. I don't. Okay, here we go. I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, look. There, it looks to be like he knows what he's doing. Um, I don't necessarily think he's going for his head. They're both just tiny, tiny men. Yeah. Little boys, little guys. Um, so I don't know. I mean, did he get a yellow card for yes. it? Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with the I, th- I, th- I think that's... It orange range, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just... It's like I think a, it just happens to be. They're both just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he's it's like it, It's like if it's a, it's a soft red. Um, yeah. A soft also, red or a, just a... Very yeah. much a yellow. Yeah, and he's. I mean, and also like it's. It, I think it's also important that he that we look at. It. He's looking at the ball. Yeah. If he goes and looks away from the ball and goes in, I'm like okay, but he's not even like yeah. He sees him there and then goes to try to like shrug him off. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I'm fine with no red there. Um. But I, yeah, but yeah. I can see what you're saying now. So I'm gonna get to what to look for next week. Um, and it's. You know, centered around a London Derby at the Bridge, and I like what I've seen from Crystal Palace early on. Um, they did lose to Everton, but Everton are the best team in the world right now. Literally, they they're gonna be. The are they top of the table or Leicester top of the table? Leicester top. Everton are third below Liverpool. Right, Liverpool just with that extra goal got uh-huh. moved up. Right. Yep. Liverpool and Everton both both uh, plus five on the goal difference. Um, right, because they score a lot, but they also have conceded quite a few goals so far this season. That's why we said the same thing about them last year, and then they were like 12 games in a row. They won 1-0. So I'm not all too worried about um, No, yeah, I'm not. Uh, about I'm not, them. I mean, look, look but, Liverpool played in a game, and Trent Alexander-Arnold assisted Andy Robertson. Yeah. Like, they're still... <laughs> but Andy Robertson is clearly still drunk. Still drunk. Still drunk from the uh, the celebrations of yeah. winning the league. So this is like kind of a double. Um, I this is the match I'm saying we should be looking out for because Chelsea are coming off um, a really really miserable performance against West Brom, mm-hmm. in which they somehow got a draw, mm-hmm. and but Crystal Palace, um, you know, have two wins impressive. out of two wins yeah. out of three. So. Um, I think and, that this is and, going to be a fun game. And they played Everson pretty well. Yeah. Which, you know, I was excited to see Everson go up against a stiffer challenge in Crystal Palace, but I also kind of wanted to see how good this Crystal Palace team was. And I think based on that result, Everton are better, but this Crystal Palace team, pretty solid. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be a problem for some teams. Yeah, so we'll have that to look forward to. And, um, you know, a big six matchup between... Man United Chelsea and Spurs. two derbies in a row. We yeah. got Spurs today. Yeah, Spurs you got two hours. Spurs in the League Cup. There you go. And we, until we drop out because 
our new goalkeeper has coronavirus probably, and Spurs just win the Carabao Cup without having to play anyone. Um, well, Mourinho, Mourinho said that the fixture congestion, sure, my brain function, stock down, the fixture congestion is going to mean they're going to sacrifice the League Cup. So you might be getting Which baby Spurs. I get that. We're going we're gonna to get a week inside. Spurs literally have the least amount of fixture congestion out of any top team because one team had to forfeit because they had coronavirus. Yeah. I... I Listen, don't, it, the, the, it's because it's because con- of the Europa League qualifying that right. Yeah, they do fixture congestion for me right now isn't a thing because it's a thing for everybody. Well, it's a thing for everyone, but also this is preseason. Yeah, this is still very much preseason. So, like, if it's like, oh, we're playing another game, good, get minutes for your team. You like yeah. preseason but- normally is like you have a couple of games in quick succession before the season. So, like, I'm fine with playing, like, a Barnsley, then a West Brom, then Tottenham. You know, get yeah, yeah, yeah. the players I, minutes. Believe me, I get what you're saying, Jared, but they have to play two midweek games this week. Yeah. They, ha- that, they have to do better in the league last they year. Have to, they literally play today and Thursday. Qualify for Champions League. You don't have the problem. It's your own oh fault. God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Twitter. Yeah, no, that's rough. It's Because, like, I was even surprised. It was like, wait, we're already playing the next round of the Carabao Cup? Yeah. They're just fucking. How long? How long are the rounds normally separated by? Like a month? And the car- maybe two, weeks, two or three, three weeks? weeks at least. It's definitely not a week. Like we no, last this is week. weird. This is this weird. is it's weird, but obviously, yeah, weird times. Weird times. Twitter, follow us at Footy Ado, at Iltaway Podcast. Same thing. What on was Instagram. your question? What are we lo- just looking out for this game? Yeah, I, I. So we're it's, opening it's, up it's, with Chelsea Crystal Palace. It's yeah. It's. It's okay. it's not a I don't have a question. It's, my question isn't can Wolves Saha fucking score nine goals at the bridge because that's too specific, bro. It's just what we're looking for. Just what we're looking out for. The storylines to look out for. Um, yeah. Okay. So like like I was saying, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. What do you do? At Delta Weight Podcast. Go ahead and follow our personal accounts. I'm not going to give them to you there, but like you can find you can find them if you find if you find they're the ones I just the told bio. you about. Yeah, if you find the, the ones bio. I just told you about, just do the extra click. A lot of the times, I'm tweeting about soccer from my own account anyway. Exactly, um, but Jared is always pardon our French. <laughs>